Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and this is season number two and episode number 33. Last episode, we talked, began our talk about step number 10, and that's what we're into now is the last three steps, 10, 11, and 12, which are referred to as the maintenance steps of the 12-step program. As a reminder, here is my version of this step, step number 10. I continued to take personal inventory, and when I was wrong, promptly admitted it. Now, as I'm sure you probably know, I associate a gift from God with these steps, which, once again, I consider the steps themselves as being a gift from God. I think God made it possible for these steps to be here and for us to be able to live by them. And the gift I associate with this step, step number 10, is the gift of perseverance. Let me just mention briefly about why I think these steps are a gift from God. I know they were written and given to us by actual human beings, but in looking at the origin of these steps, I, from my research anyway, I think they came from a group called the Oxford Group. Uh, And the Oxford Group had sort of variations of the essence of these steps in their group literature. And the story I've heard is that a very good friend of Bill Wilson, who is the co-founder of the program Alcoholics Anonymous and the the author of the book uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, a close friend of his came one night and gave him a list, I believe it was of six steps or six items from the Oxford group. And I think Bill Wilson was in the process of writing the steps and the and what they call the big book. And he expanded on those six and this is where we got the twelve steps from. Again, I believe that when Bill W. or Wilson expanded those twelve six steps into twelve steps, I believe that there was some pretty heavy influence from from God, because Bill Wilson believed there was a spiritual guy, as far as I know, and I think he probably had help in writing these 12 steps. As a matter of fact, I mentioned in my last episode about the fact that I was I'm in the process of writing the book I've always wanted to write, which is called the same as this podcast, Steps to the Spirit. And I just recently decided to include in that book, it's actually a big graphic and on, it's a seven by 10 book, so it's a little hard, a little small print, but I decided to include a graphic that I have done a few years ago that tries to show the correlation between some of the principles that existed in the Oxford group and how they became part of what has become the 12 steps 
uh, in the 12-step program. So anyway, here we are at step number 10. And again, the last episode, we talked about the first part of step 10, pretty much. I talked about a lot of things, but the first part being pretty much continue to take personal inventory, which I said I feel like is just a continuation of the fourth step in in doing an inventory, just kind of paying attention to what's going on with us, really. So now in this episode, I want to talk about the second part of that 10th step, which says, and when, we, when I was wrong, I promptly admitted it. Now, for me, maybe different for you, of course, but for me, any problems with this second part of the step <laughs> has entirely to do with my old friend, Ego. Ego has been my nemesis for many, many, many years. And some, actually, some theologies liken the ego to sin or to the devil. I can certainly see how you would think that. For me, my ego is what always seemed to get me into trouble. My ego always seemed to be the thing that encouraged me to do the things I didn't want to do and discouraged me from doing the right things. Or maybe putting them off and not doing them now and letting them go and whatever. I'll repeat it again in the book I describe sometimes envisioning in my mind ego uh, holding hands with rationalization on one side and procrastination on the other side, skipping along the paths, singing and laughing, and just having a jolly good time at my expense. And it doesn't think it's at my expense, it thinks it's helping me. And when I was involved with that kind of a thing, I thought my ego was helping me because I didn't have anything, any alternative to my ego. Now, the alternative is to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. My ego gets upset just hearing me say that. But I can look now to my spirit, which is, as far as I'm concerned, love, and doesn't have all these other psychological needs and all of those things connected with it, with that my ego does. So here I am. I'm maybe sitting in my chair some night, ready for bed, and I think, wow, when I talked to that person today, I wasn't very nice. I, I was starting to get angry because they said that either they didn't like something that I did or... They thought it could have been done in a better way. And rather than just accepting that and saying, well, you might have a point. I'll take another look at it and see if, if I can change things or, or whatever. But no, and looking back at the situation now, I realized that I got angry. I realized that I allowed my ego to take over. 
I realized that all of a sudden my old idea popped into my head and I felt like I had to protect myself. Well, in actuality, that couldn't be further from the truth. Believe me, my friends, I feel strongly that I don't need to protect myself. I feel so strongly that my spirit is my friend, that my spirit, hence God, loves me and has all the power that I would ever need to be able to function in this world and probably in the next. Hopefully, this is the result of doing these steps, doing the first three steps, cleaning out uh, in the next six steps my the things that have been a problem in my life. So the result of that has been that I have learned that the Spirit is strong, powerful, will protect me, and as a result, I have become powerful. I also believe, after doing all those steps, that God has forgiven me for all of those things that I have done in the past because I was sincere and I surrendered. I further believe that God has taken those things away, at least the past things. I do not believe that God has taken away my humanity. And it's my humanity that keeps rearing its ugly head. Don't get me wrong, I don't think that us as human beings are ugly, but it, it keeps saying, hey, take care of yourself. Living in this world is the important thing. Being better than that person is the important thing. Making sure nobody hurts you in this world is the important thing. And that's the ugly part of humanity that I'm talking about. Of course, there are beautiful parts. Uh, my, my grandchildren, my wife, my, my just taking a walk in the, in the woods. But there are parts of humanity that are going to keep cropping up, that are going to keep urging me to pay attention to my ego and fight for myself and don't let anybody hurt me, etc., etc. So when these situations pop up and I recognize them when I'm doing a, continuing my inventory, I say, okay, I've got to talk to that person. I've got to do something about it. And right away, for me anyway, my ego jumps in and says, wait a minute, let's rationalize this. You, there's not really a whole big reason to, to put yourself down or put yourself looking in a bad light or 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 my ego's pal procrastination ju jumps in and says, well, why don't you just put this on a shelf for a while? Don't do anything about it. Maybe it'll just blow over after a while. So these are the things I have to be aware of. And I want to try to keep a clean house. I don't want things building up like they did before so that eventually I get that pressure building up again that I used to get and say, oh my goodness, I have to do something about this. People are going to start not liking me. People are going to, who knows what. So this step is truly telling me to keep vigilant. I've cleared away the wreckage of the past and God has forgiven me and God has given me a new lease on life, so to speak. But I must be vigilant. I must make sure that I am aware when these things try cropping up again.
And if they do, I have to try, with God's help and my Spirit's help, to deal with them as soon as they happen, to not let them fester, to not let them grow, and to not let them accumulate in me. I have to remember that God is always on my side. And with that knowledge, I, we, can handle absolutely anything. That's it for now, and we'll see you next time. We'll be talking about step number 11. Thanks again for listening.